0: Amelia am Hopper for the Beirut Banyan. I'm back, same voice, yet in a totally different soundscape. We've said our goodbyes on this podcast before. We literally had a farewell episode almost four months ago. But just like with Beirut, farewells aren't forever, and it feels to me there's so much to be said under its banyan. For those of you who don't know me personally, I'm an AUB alum, and that tree species that still stands on its campus is one of the reasons I started listening to this podcast. Unfortunately, like some of you, I can't go back to Beirut now. Surely, if the right people are contacted, I could guarantee a ticket I can't afford back to Lebanon. But I won't, and that's because I'm not exactly stuck. I'm an expat now, living in Montréal, Canada's current epicenter for COVID-19. I don't even get on the metro anymore, let alone think about checked-in luggage. I took the decision to settle in Montréal just before the October uprisings last year. In my late 20s, I was going to pursue a degree in journalism far away from the Lebanese media scene. Early last fall, I went home to visit my parents. There, I was clearly being overfed and underproductive, as most of us are around our moms. I was having your typical Beiruti middle-class existence filled with cold afternoon beers in Badaro and morning Nescafe while lazily camping in Shouf. I was literally on a first date on October 17 when the calls flooded in, asking me to avoid certain highways when coming home as people were burning tires. I wasn't really sure what to think when I turned my car around as a wall of flames was effectively blocking the Chevrolet intersection. Long-time listeners will know what came next, not only on a national scale, but also on a personal one. You started listening to my voice on a podcast whose direction shifted to reflect what was happening on the ground. And there you had it, Voices from the Square. For everyone involved in Toro, we had a lot at stake. This is especially true for those whose only option is to make this country work. Now, I'm not one to categorize protesters and measure their engagement. I couldn't really say that someone was more serious because they spent more time there, or because they were from a Beiruti suburb and didn't live in Matin. All I know is we build our own meaning, and for many folks that I spoke to on the ground, this meant the world to them. Whether the people who were camped out in the rain, or those who could only participate on weekends in fear of being fired, Thoda was in their heart. Some even likened it to working in shifts, as long as the flame was kept alive. But I also know that many were wary of expats, even though many of us were on the ground. During my interviews, I was very careful not to mention that I had recently moved out of Lebanon, so as not to awaken any assumptions about my engagement because of my privilege. The cat's out of the bag now, especially after I moved back to Montréal. My situation is clearly different from those who are living with a devalued lira and soaring inflation. Curiously, as I re-listen to voices from the square now, I see myself writing down notes from my first interview, where my guest told me that she's scared by the silence. From both sides, the protesters and the government. In many ways, she's right. Silence can often be an omen of danger, if not death. For this reason, I'd like to remind you that it's not just one voice that helped the uprisings take shape. It was many. Having said that, I'm hoping this newly launched miniseries won't only reflect my voice, but yours too. I want to hear from you. Your thoughts, fears, and apprehensions about Thawira and Beirut in general. I know very few conversations age well, and we might look back at these clips years from now thinking it was delusional. And this is why I'm calling this one On The Move. People change. They move, get new lives, and even change their opinions about which football team they support. Even though change can be scary, that's exactly what we finally have in Lebanon. Beirut post-Thorah is still changing, and every person who's linked to it inevitably did. I also want to acknowledge that our changing collective voices need to be heard even though they might not be the loudest ones, but I hope they'll be the ones that never stop. Even though our Lebanese curriculum only teaches history up to 1943, our story didn't stop there, and I'd like to offer a platform to record some of it. No matter what kind of creative you might be, you always feel that projects you're passionate about are like your babies. And just like biological babies, this one will need a village to raise it. For this reason, I'll be opening each new episode with a reminder on how you can support the podcast. For someone who listens to podcasts for hours every day, trust me, I know how annoying it is. But as people who were, or maybe still are, stuck at home because of a pandemic, you've caught a glimpse of how good content can affect your mood. Whether it's that stand up comedian who released their show for free, or bands who play live on Instagram. Creatives do that because they're hoping you'll support what you find valuable. Here's hoping On The Move will offer you that value. On that note, support is a two-way street. Please use social media to reach out to the podcast or to me personally. We want to hear your thoughts, whomever you are, expats, residents, and even those in a dreamland, because chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, that you've got the Beirut bug, and that's the family where I want my baby to be. Elia Hubbard signing off for the Beirut Banyan.